Okay, so if you've been following my podcast at all, Dyslexically Successful, you may have seen a bit of a break in the thought process where I thought I was going to change the name of the podcast and head in a little bit different direction. Well, it turns out that I'm pretty comfortable right here where I am, and I'm not going to change this topic. Instead, what I'm going to be doing in January, I'm going to start a new podcast. So I'll keep Dyslexically Successful going to really continue telling the stories of dyslexic learners, whether they are children or adults who have managed to do great things, um, again, not in spite of their dyslexia, but because of it. And then I'm going to have a new podcast called Present Moment Parenting. And this is a real personal topic for me as well, because I myself have, am a mom of three, and I have gone through quite a transformation in my approach to parenting over the past 12 years. And I really wanted to highlight not over only some of the things that I've learned, um, but also I wanted to bring on some guests who may have different perspectives or who may be able to add to your toolbox if you are a parent. But even if you're not a parent, maybe you're an educator, maybe you uh, work with children in some capacity, uh, I think that uh, the podcast will have a lot of value for you as well, because whether you are someone's biological parent or a relative or a foster parent, we are still creating an environment for children to grow up in. And in order to have adults who are secure in, in, with themselves, able to feel emotions and process their feelings and emotions and be able to act in responsible ways, accessing their full cognitive potential, we need to start with them as children. Now, obviously, that does not mean that we can't go back afterward, even after someone who has had a um, less than ideal experience or as parents, maybe we started off not being as mindful as we might have wanted to be. Um, we can all change. The beauty of our brains is that we have this neuroplasticity. And as dyslexic learners, we know that on a daily basis, we know that we have the capacity to change. We know that we have the capacity to do hard things especially if we can tie it to a meaning and a purpose. So I know that I will have a lot of great guests on in present moment parenting, and I hope that you will start to listen to some of those episodes as well. Start looking for those in January. I have a few projects to tie up between now and 2021, and I am going to be really excited to share those projects with you once they are completed and ready for public consumption, but right now they are still in development. Um, and so today, uh, I think I'd like to try to make a segue between Dyslexically Successful and the Present Moment Parenting in the, in the sense that we will we'll do another 
meditation or mindful minute here. So whether we're dealing with stress, anxiety, the uncertainty that's happening right now in the more global community, or perhaps with your family, or even within yourself, taking a minute to sit and be present with what is going on is something that we all should be doing more of. Now, people might say, well, I have those thoughts all the time and it really wears me down and I just get stuck thinking about it over and over again. How is being more mindful going to help? Well, mindfulness allows you to not only be aware of the thought, but be able to use all of your senses. And actually those senses are communicating with lower brain centers. So we're actually not even going to really be too concerned about the thought, more about how that thought makes us feel and where in our body are we feeling that. So if that's true for you right now, you're feeling a bit anxious or unsettled about anything that's going on in your own life, with your family, with your community, with our country, we can sit with that for a minute and notice where you feel that. And if it's something that you feel in your chest or in your throat, maybe in your belly, I'm gonna have you, I'll, I will invite you to place your hands over that area. And as we breathe here together, take nice natural breaths, regular breaths, but breathing it down into this area where you typically feel this uncomfortable sensation. So you're breathing in, you're breathing in oxygen, which is part of our life force. If you can't breathe, nothing else matters. The air we breathe gives us energy. So does the food we eat. So does getting enough sleep and good quality sleep. So use the breath to be that bridge between your feeling body and your thinking body. Breathe the deep breaths into that area and then exhale it out. Starting with your hand up near your throat and collarbone and with your hand against your body, inhale, sliding your hand down as low as you can reach with that inhale. And then exhale and raise your arms up and offer the breath out. Let's do that again. Inhaling hands to your chest, sliding your hands against your body, staying very connected with your breath and exhaling out, giving that energy back. Let's do one more. 
exhale. So the beauty of breath is that we can do it really anywhere. We didn't have to close our eyes. We didn't have to sit in silent meditation. Of course, all of those things are options for you. But slowing yourself down a little bit and paying attention to not only the thought that you're having, but all of the sensations that are associated with it. Because that, those sensations are the warning signs. Your thought is just trying to make sense of it all. And what we feel is not good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. That's a variation of a Shakespearean quote but it is so powerful because it is not a negative thing to feel angry. It is not a negative thing to feel overwhelmed. Now, if you get stuck in those thoughts, and sometimes as dyslexic learners, we can because things do feel overwhelming. As parents, we can get stuck in a thought that your child is not listening because they don't want to listen to you. And that doesn't feel good. That makes you feel out of control. And you think that it's because X, Y, or Z. But before we start acting on that thought, let's go back to what the warning sign was in our bodies. And what is that telling us to pay attention to? because our bodies will always show us what is hidden inside. And that's another really deep thought to think about and acknowledge that those sensations and odd little things we can notice about our bodies, little aches and pains, is really a communication system of what is going on with us energetically. And we have some amazing brain power. Obviously, as human beings, we have a capacity like no other animal on earth. But I do think we sometimes think too much and ignore some of those more primitive or potentially less desirable warning signs because we think that we can think ourselves out of this problem. And really the answer is going to be more in where we feel and what that information is giving us through any of our 10 senses. I won't go into our 10 senses today, but I do think I will explore that here in some upcoming episodes. Um, I'm not sure if I'll talk about it in Dyslexically Successful or probably more so in the present moment parenting. But I wanted to take this time to introduce that idea to you. And like I said, if you're a dyslexic learner or if you are a parent of a child with dyslexia, there is going to be a lot of emotions. It is true for everyone, but especially for us who have 
neuroatypical development or neurodiversity going on in our brain, we feel those differences so much more profoundly than other people who might be able to coordinate those various emotions. And that's really what it comes down to. It's a matter of coordination. So thank you so much for tuning in to Dyslexically Successful. And I hope come January 21, you also take a sneak peek at present moment parenting. <laughs>